Welcome to Winning with the Burns, a podcast for highly ambitious people who have a burning desire to learn what it takes to win at a high level. Hey guys, thanks for joining us again today. You know, I got these two collegiate athletes here that I'm excited for you guys to meet and get to know. They've become, you know, really good friends and, and business partners. So Lincoln, appreciate you coming, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. I appreciate the invitation coming. It's going to be a good one. Well, uh, t- tell everybody, introduce yourself, let everybody know, you know, where you come from and uh, how you landed here doing this podcast with me. Yeah, so um, I'm originally from LaGrange, born and raised. I've been here my whole life. Uh, I went to um, LaGrange Academy, graduated 2017, and then I went to LaGrange College and went there, played basketball all four years with Mina, uh, graduated in 2021. And um, I met you, it's a funny story, I met you, you know, uh, I was in class my junior year, and the professor at the time said they needed, or they had someone that they wanted to, you know, help out a young kid with some, you know, um, some homework and whatnot. So I was like, you know, let me try it out. You know, they were saying it was going to pay some money. So that was really what I was doing it for, just to get some money. But, um, uh, you know, I took the chance and I met, you know, Jackson, your son, and then I was able to talk to you and whatnot about what you did. And then from that, it kind of just took off because, you know, talking about the, you know, the way we're going to, Oh, as far as being a CEO of your own business, doing what you do and whatnot. And it kind of just got me to getting to know you and getting in business with you. So that's kind of how we got to know each other. But yeah. And then so because you were a psychology major, that's that's what your, you know, your major was going to be. What were you going to do with that psychology degree? You know, I really did not know. Um, I went to college just trying to figure out what I wanted to study just by what I liked. Um, I tried to do sociology, but I just it just didn't, you know, interest me. And I wanted to learn more about human activity and human interaction. So that's when my professor professor for my sociology class was like, you maybe need to try psychology. So I tried that, took psychology 1101. Um, Dr. Thomas, best professor, best teacher I've ever had, one of the best I ever had in my entire life. Um, that's when I fell in love with psychology. And we kind of talked about different pathways I can go into. Um, looking at someone somewhat like a, you know, medical field, psychiatry, or maybe, you know, guidance counseling in the school system. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew I love psychology. I took some internships, um, and whatnot, but I just didn't find a, a direct path that I felt called to do psychology. I enjoyed learning it and I actually used some of the stuff that I learned there in my profession now, but, um, I just love, you know, love learning about human interactions and how people, you know, interact. And I think that kind of has a big impact on how I live today. So, yeah. Well, you were a big impact at LaGrange College too, because I mean, you started there, uh, in basketball, you finished out your career, you know, as a collegiate athlete, but you also was what Mr. LaGrange College. Is that right? Homecoming or yeah, I'm not messing that up. Or is it the King? What? It's, it's, uh, uh, I want homecoming. That's what it was. Um, also was part of different organizations. I was, uh, part of the Black Male Initiative, um, Black Student Union, Student Governor President. President, um, I was the president of my class for my junior and senior year. Um, also, all conference. Well, that's, all conference. Well, that's about basketball. All yeah, basketball. All conference. You know, yeah. basketball. Um, I was a captain on the basketball team for three years, from sophomore to senior year. Uh, so I was a part of a lot of leadership roles, um, just being a part of different organizations and, you know, being diverse in what I do. I think that kind of had a good impact to where I am now. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed my years at LaGrange College. It's not the typical college that you see on TV, you know, in movies and whatnot. But I think it had a good impact on, you know, building who I am today. So I really appreciate that. Well, it gave you a lot of opportunities to uh, grow as a, you know, a young man with 100%. leadership. 
you know, learning a lot of things, you know, because I'm a big firm believer in our business that athletes do very well because mm-hmm. they're used to being disciplined. They're used to having structure and they're used to having that self-accountability. Oh, 100 percent. And, you know, our, you know, our, our basketball situation, you know, years, it was it was really good, you know, as far as mental toughness, building us. Um, it wasn't, you know, everything wasn't all high. You know, we had some lows and whatnot, but learning mental toughness and getting into the ground of being a collegiate athlete, I think that kind of had a big impact on how well I'm doing now in the business because I had to go through, you know, the tough times, you know, with other team members, you know, with the team, with scenarios we had to go through during game practice, film, um, and the consistent of, you know, going to practice and whatnot and, you know, just going through the reps of, you know, different things, I, that kind of had a good impact on how I, you know, translate that to business now, so. Yeah. Well, then you introduced me to Mina, you know. Welcome, man. How we doing? <laughs> oh, I, just heard your whole, I didn't know that's how y'all met. You were oh, yeah. his son's tutor? So, yeah, basically what happened was we was in <laughs> class one day and um, the professor at the time, Christy Thurman, um, amazing professor. She's awesome, by the way. Awesome. Uh, she came into class one day and she was like, oh, I know someone who who has a son that needs tutoring. Yep. The first day she asked, I was like, no, I don't like kids. I'm not about to do it. I'm just, I'm not doing it. I'm, not, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it, but it's like, I'm not thinking about that. I'm like kids. But she came in like two more days. And then um, she was like, you know, they still looking out for, you know, someone to help out with a son. And then my friend, Mason Brown, he was sitting beside me. And he was like, you should do it. Just playing around. And then, uh, I was like, you know, let me just go over there and see what it's about. Yeah. You know? And then that just kind of happened. I met Jackson probably mm-hmm. the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, from that, I kind of just helped him out. And that's how I met him and Nick. And when I was going to the office, office because I went to the office to tutor him. So yeah. that's why I was able to see, like, just, you know, him, his family, you know, what he, what he did for work and whatnot. And I knew at that time, because that's the time you actually gave me that Millionaire Success Habits book. I knew at that time, because I was going through some stuff as far as finding out what I want to do in a career, I knew I did not want to be in the psychology field professional-wise. I knew I wanted to kind of, you know, be a CEO or whatnot. And then that's kind of how I kind of connect with him a little bit more. And then I got into See, he came in to tutor Jackson, but he didn't realize I was going to tutor him. Yeah. Because I handed him a book. It was called Secret to the Millionaire Mind. That's what it is. It's a great book, but Mm. it has nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with your thought process and action and all that. And he he gravitated towards that book. But, Mm. But, yeah, I didn't know you didn't know that. I thought I didn't know how y'all met, honestly. Yeah, I have no idea. It's crazy. It's very. I just crazy. thought because the green is small. It's, well, I'm sorry. Go no, go. you're good because I mean that just goes <clears throat> down to show you is every opportunity you have when you meet somebody is yeah. you know you form a relationship yeah. with them like not that you want to get in business with them not that you want something from them but it's just building your relationships. I yeah. say it all the time. Your net worth will never be larger than your network. Mm-hmm. So create friendships and uh, you know. It started out yeah. as a friendship, and now it's turned out to you know business working relationship. So, yeah. and the funny thing about that uh, during that time, because I had read Rich Dad Poor Dad before I met you, and Cash Flow Quadrant, which you always talk about that book. I don't know if you want to talk about it today, but I read those books before I met you. And at the time, I was like, I wish I can find someone that can probably you know help me out to where I want to go, kind of formulate, not formulate, but kind of help me get my thoughts together where I want to do, or help me just get to a different level. Because at the time, I didn't know any CEOs, you know, in college, I didn't know anybody that was successful where I wanted to be or had like a glimpse of what I wanted, you know, as far as the future wise. And then I was able to meet him. I was like, okay, you know, hmm. this is kind of where, That's you know, it's working. And then from that, it kind of just built on each other. So 
cool. It was yeah. amazing. And see, if I never would have, he never would have done took that uh, tutoring job, I wouldn't even met you. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> thanks for tutoring. Uh, yeah. Who was it, Jackson? Jackson. Yeah, thanks Jackson. for tutoring, Jackson. Yeah. I still help him out sometimes when he asks for work. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he wants to go to Chick Fil A. Yeah. When he wants to go to Chick Fil A, I still, I still. Yeah. <laughs> now, Manny, you grew up in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. So how far are you want me to go back? Like high. Yeah, so you grew up in in Florida, played basketball, mm-hmm. and what made you want to come to Lagrange College? Uh, it was basketball, so I transferred in from another school. Um, I lived in Boston for about three years, played out there, had a short stint in Dallas, huge mess. I don't think we're getting into that. And then I came over to Lagrange, got recruited to come over here and play basketball as well. Um, that's how I met Lincoln. Um, I came the COVID year, so that near March when they shut the school down, and then that next coming year where we had to wear masks and that whole ordeal, that's the year I came. And when I met Lincoln, I think that was your senior year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how I met Lincoln. And um, from there, I finished last year. I finished my first bachelor's in business management with a minor in entrepreneurship and marketing, which I don't know why you didn't do that. You what, a business management degree. You know, I had um, took. Oh, sorry. I took no, some. Man, I took some business classes. I had yeah. a minor in business, so I knew. Like when I met you, all the, everything happened kind of at the same time. I yep. met you my junior year. I talked to my professor uh, about like what I want to do future wise because junior year is like the time where okay, we cracking down. What you want to do? You know, you trying to finalize, yeah. trying to do internships, you trying to figure out what you want to do. So at that time, I had met you. I was trying to figure out what I want to do. I knew I wanted to get into business, but also use my psychology degree. So I was trying to front, you know, figure that out. That's why I took the business minor. So I was taking some business classes. Yeah. Some of the classes you took, I did take. But um, I was already almost done with my psychology degree. So yeah. like my senior year was mostly business you, classes. I so mean, you would have loved it. I know, yeah. I love the business classes yeah. I took. but We you know, took I, entrepreneurship I classes, marketing classes. Like It's very like a broad degree. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. Uh, I graduated with that last May, and then this upcoming May, I'm finishing my second bachelor's in sports management with a minor in coaching. And I started here in January, I want to say. Came on board with you guys. Um, part-time, full-time, like in between. Yeah. I have a lot of classes online. So um, I think when I first met you was at Fat Daddy's. I didn't really meet you. I was having lunch there, and you are like, hey, Lincoln's doing really well. Um, talking to someone I was having lunch with, and I kind of, that's the first time I saw you. I never really, like, formally met you at that time. And then when I seen you, we had that meeting, uh, me and Shard and Lincoln in the room, the business room. I was okay. He looks familiar. I know exactly where he's from, so. Yeah, and so when when we met, you know, that was like a seed. It was an opportunity to introduce myself. Mm-hmm. Not that I ever knew we were going to do business, but it was an opportunity to find something we you, you would relate to. And it was like, hey, I know you know Lincoln because you ball with Lincoln. Yeah. And so you came in the business, you got your license because you're still finishing out your other degree. Mm-hmm. And so you came in at, on a part-time basis, coming up to the office, you know, shadowing Lincoln, seeing how, you know, what we do and how we help some families. Yeah. And, um, you know, <clears throat> recently we had a meeting up in Atlanta mm-hmm. where one of the owners came down with Equus and, you were sitting in the meeting and on the way home, you called me up and you're like, I get it. Like yeah. I can see how I can build a business. It's not about selling insurance. It's about creating a business. Mm-hmm. And man, you've taken off with it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I just, there's more 
because I was I wouldn't want to say I was confined. I knew there was other lanes you could get into, but once um, the owner of the company started breaking it down and talking about you could do so much more with this, it's just about like you said, building relationships. Um, I talked to a guy after that meeting, built a relationship with him on how he does marketing and things of that uh, nature. So it's really just about going how, however hard you want to work. That's the whole business and being able to outsource yourself and talk to other people. So, so what is the biggest thing that attracted you? And it wasn't selling insurance by no means. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think anybody ever grows up and says, I want to sell insurance, you know, when I grow up, but you know, that is the vehicle that we use. That is, you know, the business that we use, but what attracted you to our business model? So to start out, this, this, I forced Lincoln to make me have, oh to let God. me have a meeting with you. He would, he wouldn't like the way he's um, talking to people and introducing this to other people. He was not doing that until I came in there There's and I was like, reason. Lincoln, I'm like, Lincoln, what are you doing? Like you have a skill set. Why not share it and bring other people? Like why are you confined into one? Like I know you're focused on yourself, but at the same time you can bring other people and create like a path where people will follow you. So I was like Lincoln, because I'm like Lincoln makes this amount, he makes a good amount, and we have went to I think Wild Leap, and I'm like Lincoln, get me a job, like I want a job, <laughs> like what are you doing? Why? What do you like? What do you do? He never told anybody what he does. I'll see him on Snapchat traveling to Cali, like everywhere, and I'm like, what do you do? Like why can't I be a part of that? So that's how I really started, and then. Um, I forgot. What was, what was your question? I really <laughs> forgot. No, what, 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 what? You almost answered it because I said, "What attracted you to get into okay. business?" Because when you're talking about when you ask him, "What do you do?" Mm-hmm. That's how our career was built on. People yeah. would see a lifestyle, and, and it wasn't the you know the fancy things in life. It was you saw him being able to go to the gym when he wanted to go to gym. Yeah, he wasn't exactly. clocking in. He was going to Cali. He mm-hmm. was going to Florida. He was going to Nashville, like he's going all these different places and he had a lifestyle that you were attracted to. They were like, hey, give me a job. Because I'm right? like, I'm like, if he could do it, I could do it. And I'm like, is this something with psychology? Because I knew he was a psychology major. I never knew he had anything to do with business. Like he was interested in that. Um, but like I said, what attracted me, it was that. I'm like, I want to do, like, what are you doing? And once we had the meeting where it's like, you don't have to clock in, it's not a base salary. Like you don't have to report to anybody. Like, kind of however hard you work is how successful you will be. And that goes back to how you said athletes do well in this. So I've been dealing with that my whole life. Like if I want to be great at basketball, you got to put the work in. So I'm like, that can translate into this business and it does. So I'm like, I can just keep that same mindset, but I'm just switching careers or activities type deal. So it was easy for me to really transition into this. So you learn how to be attracted to the lifestyle, but then you also said, like I, I was talking about athletes doing well is because athletes are used to performing well and you get rewarded for your performance, mm-hmm. whether it's playing time, whether it's the accolades, it's your name in the paper, you know, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But especially the higher achiever athletes, they want to get paid professionally. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is there's only, there's a small window of those people that get to go professionally, right? And so what happens is, you get all these great athletes that they're used to competing every day. They wake up every day with a purpose. They wake up every day with a drive. And all of a sudden they get sucked into the the nine to five J O B to where they have someone who's got a position better than them 
that tells them, has their thumb on them, says, you can only do this, don't do this. And from an athlete's perspective, you're like, man, I used to be a competitor. And you're competing against this game called life. And it can beat you down. And I think that's why people are attracted to you guys is because you guys are living a lifestyle that people want to be a part of. To your point, mm-hmm. hey, man, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? So having flexibility to want to go work when you want to go work, being able to literally make as much money or as little money as you want to make because everybody's got a certain amount that they want to make in order to live, mm-hmm. right? But you guys are, you know, setting the pace. And Lincoln, you lead from the front with your team. I mean, you perf- you perform every week, week in, week out by helping families. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're showing them the path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, what you was talking about, being an athlete, well, you too, but being an athlete, practicing off-season, on-season, then translating that to business, that's exactly what I did. I mean, my mindset, like, when I finished playing basketball for college, I mean, we was working out, practice every single day. You know, every single day we practice like two, three hours, you know, then the game comes. So I just translated that from working out because I still lift, you know, I still do cardio, I still work out. You know, I don't play basketball as much, but I still do the same, you know, systematic working out each day. So I kind of just translated that into business. You're not going to, you know, do well in the business if you don't practice. And practicing is doing the reps in every single day, you know, doing what you got to do. So I think that kind of just translated to me and into my business of how I'm able to kind of grow each, you know, week, each day and, you know, in my business and my personal production. So, yeah. Well, you know, I think Mark Cuban said it best as he said, athletes have it made like Mm -hmm. professional athletes because Mm -hmm. they have a season and then they're off. So they have time to work on their craft. They have time to get in shape. They have time to think about, all right, what failed this season that I need to improve on? Mm-hmm. But as you have found in business, you got to wake up every day and go to work. Mm-hmm. You got to wake up every day and says, I'm not going to be outworked. I got to wake up every day and says, you know what? I have to create my life. Life doesn't happen to me, mm-hmm. but I have to go create my life. So being in business is tough. I mean, it's a oh, mental ground. I was just about to say that. It's it's really hard, like, especially for an athlete, for somebody to work on your craft and see improvement. It's like, okay, if I get better at this, I'm going to get more playing time. That's my reward. So, like, after your career, it's hard to find a job like this to where it translates. Because if you're doing the same, like, I've been doing, working on my craft my whole life. So, for me, I did a summer job. It was, like, 9 to 5. So, when I did that summer, I hated it. When I did a summer job, because it's like I'm confined into where I can't get better. I always want to improve. So the transition from being an athlete to this is like it was really well because of that matter. Because my whole life I'm working on something to where I can see myself getting better and see the rewards. Instead of being at 9 to 5 and you're just going to be getting paid $8 an hour for 12 years, no matter how hard you work or how how good you do at your job. So that's like another thing. probably another conversation like athletes transitioning into like a lot of them want to be entrepreneurs and like doing their own thing that's like a whole nother yeah, no, right. conversation because so. after you cross that stage at college that's when the real world hit you yeah. know a lot of people think we was talking about this the other day a lot of people think once you finish um high school and you go to college that's when the real world starts no it doesn't it doesn't start until after you after college for real because in college you still have that safety net you can still do what you want to do i mean people go throughout the whole years of college and i even made TikTok videos about it using quizlet on tests mm-hmm. to pass the test but you're paying to go to college you know right. what's the that's very that dichotomy is just still kind of confusing to me you know you're paying to go to school but you also cheating on a test 
just to graduate? You know, what are you doing? I don't, there I don't the think it's about books. It is not. It's I not. think college is about building connections, like how I build a connection with you. That's smart people. So where I, that's how. So I figured it out like junior sophomore year because mm-hmm. my first school was a business school. So I'm like, okay, if I build a connection with this professor, okay, he'll let me retake this test, like type deal. I agree. So I'm like, if I'm building relationships with people that I know, like coaches, players, professors, mm-hmm. like they'll do more for you if they know who you are. So like if I never built a relationship with you, I wouldn't be here. People miss that though, man. People miss and they think, because when I was coming up, it was go to school, get education, get a job. You're not going to get anywhere in life unless you got a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. But you said it best is about building connections, learning a skill set that you take into the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, used to, if you had a piece of paper, like that was attractive. Everybody wanted to hire you because they said that you could learn. You were disciplined enough to go to school to get a piece of paper. And unfortunately, that piece of paper limits people's income because it says you're only worth X amount of dollars based on what that piece of paper tells you. But building a skill set, learning how to connect with people, building relationships, like that's a soft skill set that people miss. But mm-hmm. you got it. And, and yeah. that's the thing. I think that people go into college and, and keep in mind, now, I'm not bashing college because you guys are college Me kids, either. right? Mm-hmm. I could. I'm, I can't. I can't. I, mean, I graduated, so I can talk <laughs> I could. about it. I did. I, did, I, did, I think, you know, within 20, 30 years, a lot of kids our age are starting to become entrepreneurs. And when they get out of high school, 18, they're starting to say, no to college like like i said i think it's just a big connection group so like yeah i agree well you can build relationships but you know i'm a big proponent if you're going to go to college and specialize in something exactly like, like a you're going to be a teacher doctor, like a tech or, type, or a tech yeah. school like so. you're going to be a you're going to be a doctor you're going to be a lawyer you're going to be a teacher you're going to be a nurse like you're going to specialize in a field that requires that training exactly i get that but to go to college now just to say i went to college just to get a degree I think you're better off taking, you know, some money and investing in a business, being an entrepreneur and betting on yourself and not betting on some system that's been broken for years. Yeah, but still, like, mind you, like, you're going to get that piece of paper. Say we had the same degree. You'll get that piece of paper just so you both qualify. I bet you, like, eight times out of ten, because me and Lincoln are close, I'm going to hit up Lincoln and Lincoln. What do you do? Like, I see you got qualified because of that degree, it's it's the people that you know that will get you into that entryway. Like like you said, a nurse. Like, oh, I know the boss. I'll talk to him. That's right. So it's pretty much the same thing. It's just that's why I just thought college is all about connections. It's connections. Yeah. Exactly. So, so Lincoln, you've been, you know, you kind of started part-time a little bit in 21. And then in 22, you know, halfway through the year, you're like, you know what? I need to take this serious. Like I need to look at this as a career, mm-hmm. not just making some money here and yeah. there. So you hit a spark. I think it was like July, second half of in, last in year. July. In, in July. July. You were like, July. I'm all in now. Mm-hmm. Like this, I'm planting my flag to create a career because you, I think you got all that traveling out of the way at the beginning part of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I still went to travel for the rest of the year. Yeah, but you did. yeah, most of the, most of the, yeah, most of the year I was, I don't know I was playing around. I just wasn't, you know, this is not like what I'm doing like every single day. You know, I wanted to just, you know, go out because I kind of talked to you about it uh, in college. Like I played basketball my whole life and you you can agree with this. I mean, basketball is no season off. You got, especially when you're in school, you got an off season. This is like middle school through college. You have an off season, which you're working out. You got a preseason. Um, then you got season. You got postseason when you're working out. Then you got off season. So it's like an ongoing cycle. Yeah. And from middle school to high school, you have AAU as well. So you're playing basketball from April all the way until like 
the whole August. year, every month. And then you go back to your school and then you play again. So I really never had the time to travel. Like my family, they would go some places sometimes. But um, I didn't want, I never got the chance to travel like I wanted to. But once I started working, I did have the time and I also had the funds in order to do that. Yeah, so, the resources. Yeah. The resources. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, let me just, you know, let me give myself a little bit of leeway to travel. Because, you know, in college, my only thing was like head in books and also head in, you know, basketball. That was the only thing I really focused on. But, um, you know, I, I really didn't start going, you know, head you know, diving into it full time, like really, really hard. Cause I still did full time, but I wasn't like, okay, I'm taking this serious until like end of July, you know, August. So yeah, that kind of just changed for me because I could just see where the business was going and what I could do. So I wanted to just see what my potential was and really just, you know, go for it. So what do you do now, Lincoln, as far as getting prepared for the day? You know, when it was basketball season, you had a routine. Mm. You know, your routine was whether it was lifting weights, shooting so many free throws, you know, working on a skill set. So in the business world now, what is number one, how important is a routine to you? And then number two, what does your routine look like? Like, how do you mentally get prepared for the day? Yeah. So, I mean, I try to treat it like I'm still well, I can't say still. I'm trying to treat it like I work a job because, you know, you have to be consistent with your schedule. You have to always know what you got going on, because if you be consistent, consistent, that kind of alleviates all other factors can, that can, you know, hinder, you know, your growth or whatever. So I kind of just, you know, wake up in the morning. Um, I work out, get my mind right. I go to the gym I'm probably for like an hour, hour 15, go home, get ready for the day, come to the office, get on our coaching call, which is very helpful. And then from that, um, I set up my day for around like two or three hours and then take a, a little break and go back home, get some food, come back to the office, just relax. And then from like 3.30 to 8, it's all go time, you know, helping families, doing what I need to do. If it's pending work with, you know, any policies, do that. But really just go hard for, you know, from 3.30 to 8. I mean, really not going hard because you're only speaking with people for like 20 minutes. But um, really just, you know, giving that time a window to just really help our families. And then after that, just go home. Um, do that four days a week, you know, Monday through Thursdays. If I want to work Fridays, I'll do that as well. But just getting my, you know, consistent schedule of working out, you know, going on a call, setting up my day, and then doing the appointments, that's really what I focus on, really. Well, you said the magic word, consistent. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, time is on your side when you're consistent. Time is against you when you're not consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, being consistent in your action. You know, we, we get so caught up in the scoreboard that we forget there's a game. You know, we get so caught up as, well, today I, I stunk. Today I, I didn't get it done. Well, you got to flush it. You got to go on to the next because the game of life, I mean, it, it's a career path. It's not, to your point, if you treat it like a job, you get job results. Mm -hmm. Treat it like a career and build a business and being an entrepreneur, then you get those types of results. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, I want to sound like you like a job, like I'm, you know, upset with, yeah. but just having a consistent schedule where this, you have to do this at this You're time. Discipline. You to, yeah, In your discipline. Yeah. You have to do this at this time. I got to do this to get this, you know, in order to do this, I have to do this. So, you know, that's kind of where my mindset is, is really having to focus on my time management and just having a schedule that I know I can stick with, you know, to do what I got to do. Well, Mina, you're getting ready to come full time. After you graduate, it's all hands on deck. You're ready to roll mm -hmm. full time. So you've been able to kind of dip your toe in the water, make a little money, build some relationships and start building your business. So what's your mindset coming in, you know, when you walk across that stage again? I don't know if you're going to walk again, but you're getting, you're getting that degree. I don't think I am. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really. Hey, you should, man. You, you should walk. You put that work in. You should, you should be recognized for it. It's just 
It feels like a, at night, 100%, but it's 8 in the morning, sun blazing, just to hear my name get called to walk across the stage. I got the pictures from last year where I took it with the president um, at LaGrange just for have a blurry picture. Like, I'll just take the piece of paper. I would say I'm that's like, a once-in-a-lifetime like, opportunity, but you done did it once, did so you can do it yeah. again. So I'm like, I just like going, <laughs> I'd rather go low-key about my business. So I don't know, I'm still thinking about it. Like I said, no family coming, but... Um, I don't know. I just, I really forgot your question again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I tried to think of it. I'm wow. so sorry. Hey, look, see, he's, he's getting groomed. He's, getting he's groomed. learning. He's, he's learning. learning. It's okay. He's learning. Okay. Hey, look, I'm, we're, really we're getting ready to transition you out of school mind <laughs> into business yeah. mind, right? I got Being you. 1099 and working, you know, being your own CEO. Yeah. You know, so I said, what going into, you know, being full time, because you've been part time. Mm-hmm. You've been at the office and, you know, making a little extra money here and there, but, you're getting ready to double down and go full time when you graduate. Yeah. You know, what's your mindset and some of your goals going into the summer? Um, I think the mindset stays the same. Um, me and Lincoln have talked about this as well a lot. Um, I have goals, like goals to hit as far as writing amount, a certain amount of business, um, rescaling my business to where I can up how much, you know, the leads and all that type deal, my business to get it moving faster and making more type deal. Um, but like, I've always had the business mindset growing up. My dad, he never worked for anybody. So he was always the same 1099. He owned a bunch of different businesses in Florida. And before I started playing basketball, that's how I kind of developed the mindset. I want to say that's how the seed was planted. Yeah. So he was always like, my parents both, they're always like, don't ever work for nobody. Like, do your own thing, create your own thing. Like, even with this model, like, we're, we're, we're both our own business, like me and Lincoln. So I think that's why I really like the model. But, like, my goals is just to keep growing, um, cre- keep building good people around me to where I can have conversations like this. Um, and they really filter themselves out. Like, for example, last night, that meeting we had. Yeah. So just to keep growing, um, keep building my business, um, do other things like to build me mentally, like reading books and getting to different uh, avenues or different businesses down the line. So I love that you said uh, talk about scaling the business mm-hmm. because, you know, growth is not an option in business. Growth is a must. Mm-hmm. If you're not growing, you know, the old saying is if you're not growing, then you're coasting. And how do you coast? You're going downhill. So you're always having to grow because growth is not an option in business. But you talked about scaling the business and in running a race with like minded people. You know, how important, uh, Lincoln, is it having like what we used to always say, having a wingman, having somebody that you can lean on? How important is that to where if Mina's down, you pick him up? If you're down, Mina picks you up. How important is that? Oh, it's very important. I mean, you're going to always have. In business, you're gonna have you gonna need someone to not vent to, but kind of you know banter with, because um, relate. relate with relate with banter with you know because not everything gonna gonna go your way because having you know always having someone that you can talk to, I think that's amazing to have, but it also keeps you accountable to you know if he's having a bad day, well you know I, I've had a bad day before, so I know how to pick him up. If I'm having a bad day, he knows what it, what it's like. So it's kind of like this back and forth that you know you all have that we both have. But it just kind of makes you mostly accountable to your business, but makes you want to, you know, show 
show each other that, you know, this business is important to each other and kind of keep going forward. So that's one thing I will say that has helped me because some days I may not feel like coming in, but I know Mina's going to be there. So it's like, you know what, I'm going to go in because he's going to be there. I know, you know, he's going to be waiting for me to get there. So I'm going to go there as well. Well, especially when you hire people, their eyes are on you. Yeah, 100%. You set the pace as a leader. You know, we talk about leadership is providing a path for people, but mentorship is actually walking that path. So when people have their eyes on you, you got to walk that path with them. Mm -hmm. You got to show them this is how you get past because I've went through that hurdle. Here's how I overcame that hurdle. I went through this obstacle. Here's how I overcame this. So being able to point people in that direction to where they don't make the same mistakes that you have made. Because, I mean, business is ugly, right? But people don't see that. See, people see people that have these businesses and they see these billboards. Oh, they got it made. Yeah, social media. They got lucky, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They, they had it easy. Trust fund, yeah. yeah. But they don't see the struggle because, mm-hmm. I mean, every day is a struggle mentally when you wake up, right? But to me, the results, they outweigh the they like, outweigh the struggles, right? Even yesterday, I had a bad day. And Lincoln can tell you. I'm like, Lincoln, I don't know what is going on. I don't know if it's the weather or what, but <laughs> I can't set no appointments. I had zeros across the board. And I'm like, I don't, like, what is it? So I kind of just... And I related it to basketball because you're going to have bad games. So I'm like, okay, what is it? Like, is it just the day? It's just nothing's falling? Like, the shot's not going in? Like, basketball terms? Like, and people just aren't picking up. And it's like, what? I can't do nothing about that. So I kind of just got to go with the flow, stay level-headed even when I'm high or low, and take the punches and roll with the punches. So I'm like, I don't know what it is. Should I go work out again? Like, and I'm calling Lincoln. He's like, look, it's going to happen. It's, it's supposed to happen. Like, the, the position I'm in right now, even you're supposed to grow. You're supposed to build that tough skin. So, I'm like, yeah. So, having somebody that you can talk to, like, you and Nick as well, where you can just talk about more than just our business, just everything. Like, we talk about everything. It's it's something I preach on even, when, even in our meetings. The environment that we have is a really good environment because you're with like-minded people and there's nobody in the business that I don't, like, like at all. So... Well, you control what you can control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, related to sports, I mean, people, how many times have you seen on the court, people get so wrapped up with what the ref is calling, what he's not calling. And then you can't even perform. You know you what I'm saying? That firsthand. But you can't even yeah. perform because you're so emotionally invested yeah. into what this guy's doing and what he's not doing, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing on baseball field, you know, football field, whatever. But in business, you control what you can control. Keep your emotions even keel. Things are never as bad as you think they are. They're never as good as you think they are. Stay even keel and stay in the business long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I really like because once you get to that point, because after being in the business for a year, seeing days, that's how I was able to talk to him. I just had days like that, terrible days, you know, where I either had a bunch of appointments and, you know, wasn't able to help yeah. nobody out or didn't have no appointments. You know, I've had yeah. it all. So that kind of just builds character too. Because you know it's you know you know it's something else on the other side. You know you just got to keep on going. <clears throat> so you just keep on going. You know learning that and being consistent and being confident in what you know and going through the punches. I think that has helped me tremendous. And you know just trying to teach him that and also help him get to where I'm at. You know and getting helping me get to where you at. You know just trying to keep on growing. And that's an amazing feature. Um, that Regardless, I really like. though, <clears throat> I think business and and tell me if I'm wrong. I, I've seen this from you, Nick. Connor Jones, you as well, and I and I learned it from basketball. 
there shouldn't be failings involved with business. So once you got to the college level, it's business because that coach has to keep their job, so they need good players to win games. So that's why I don't try to put your feelings into your business because those two don't mix. This is so working. true, man. At all. So. If, if, I, so true. Feelings mm-hmm. and emotions in business don't mix. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, it's a business decision. Like, I love you, right? But I'm not going to let you get in your feelings. I'm not going to get emotionally attached. See, we've made those mistakes over the years, getting so emotionally attached to where you couldn't make a clear decision in business. So being able to separate the emotions, like I don't get emotionally attached to a client. I don't get emotionally attached to agents because, you know, things happen, life happens, people come and go, but you run across good people, then that's what keeps you going. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why you constantly have to grow. So Mina, right now, somebody's listening to you right now and they're like, man, I don't know if I could do this. Who were you looking for to put in your business? Like if somebody says that I fit that profile, who, who is somebody that you want to be in business with? I want somebody that's like-minded, consistent, um, hardworking, open-minded, um, and just overall a good person. So somebody that has morals, values, like ethical, like actually stands on something, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't hire or bring people on depending on – how good they can do the business, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's more on who they are, the personality, like the kind of person they are. Like if I know this person's not a good person or wishy-washy, it's like I don't want to do business with that person. So if it's like a good person like you, Lincoln, Nick, like those type of people you could talk to, you could call, you guys will answer the phone. Like I can trust them. I could, in simple terms, if I had a kid, I could bring my kid to you guys' house and be perfectly fine. Like, exactly. He's fine. Somebody you want to have dinner with exactly. over at your house. Exactly. So, so Lincoln, uh, to piggyback on that, in your business, who are you looking for? Like somebody says, hey, I, I fit that profile. I think I, I've been always wanting to start a business, but every time I looked at a business, it, it took a lot of capital. I don't have the money. I don't have the background. I, but I want to start a business. Who are you looking for? Somewhat on the uh, same lines, but I want to say main thing, know what you want. Because Mina knew what he wanted when he came to me when right. he um, wanted to have that meeting. So knowing what you want, know what you want, and um, having you know some type of mindset of you want to have some type of control of your life and don't you don't blame everybody else that for where you are. Because at the end of the day, you get to choose where you want to go in life. Whether you want to agree with it or not, your choices leads to where you are today. So I just want someone who knows what they want and wants to control their outcome of their life. You know, those two main things I really would love, you know, as far as individuals. And they would actually do well in this business as well. So someone who's going to take ownership of themselves. Ownership. Someone's, that's one of our core values. Day, accept responsibility. Yep. My, my, this, I wear this every single day. You have to accept every single day that you live because you get to choose all the choices you decide every single day. So someone who wants to control their life, but also, you know, um, accepts who, you know, what they want to become basically or know what they want to become i love it you can already see the growth in everybody uh, being in the business just being around like-minded people so mm-hmm. man i appreciate you guys taking the time i know you gotta get going i know you got some appointments mm-hmm. y'all gotta run to but i appreciate you guys taking the time to sit down with me because i think people need to hear from young people you know i've been in the business you know going on 19 years now and people see this gray in me you know it's wisdom <laughs> I, I keep y'all y'all joke with me it's wisdom and all that but um you know, hearing young guys that are winning early in our business, I think is really good to hear. I'm going to let you go real quick because I'm going to cut up with you two. Who's going to win one-on-one basketball right now? Me. 
<laughs> I gotta say me. Of course me. The competitive in me is me. That's, that's it. Good, that's good confidence. That's, it's that's not, hey, it's confidence. Yeah. Confidence, confidence is knowing is you can deliver, right? Exactly. It's not arrogance. Right. Oh, I'm not going to curse on here, but I will win. <laughs> That's hey, not look, well, look, maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll do that part two when we when we go on a trip. Yeah, we're gonna find a court. I'm down, and we we're gonna find out who's gonna win, mm -hmm. and then we'll come back and we'll let everybody know who won. I'm down with that. <laughs> hey, well, look look up these two guys. How can they find you on Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is Lincoln Anderson Jr. Um, that's my Instagram. Mina, mine is Mina underscore the underscore Egyptian. That's my Instagram. I'd rather you reach out and use LinkedIn, use our LinkedIn, Mina Yacoub. Same with yours. Tell them to use your LinkedIn because that's where business is at. Um, and I think social media, I'm on TikTok. It's not too big yet, but I like to use LinkedIn a lot. So Awesome. Well, look forward to having you guys again. Yes, sir. I appreciate Thank it. Thank appreciate you so much. Appreciate you.